0: You're listening to Podcateers.
1: Welcome to episode 404 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about pies and pizza and Pie Day with some March mayhem sprinkled on top, Nature's Wonderland also gets thrown in there, Grogu's possibly becoming the next version of Iron Man, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, some park stuff including a blackout on Main Street, Encantos Mirabel comes to Frontierland, Pirates is closing for renovations, plus we provide some initial thoughts on Pixar's latest film, Churning Red. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talked about in this episode. You can join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers, but we'd love for you to join us on our Discord server. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 404 and click on the Discord logo, or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. March Mayhem is going strong. This year we put Disney snacks up against each other, so make sure that you're joining us on Instagram to vote for your favorites. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of PodKeteers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podketeers gear, additional content like the Podcateers After Show, and access to our happy hour calls just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out PodKeteers fgp and as always a super special thank you goes out to the fgp squad for their continued support that's it that is the intro if this is your first episode with us thanks for hanging out we hope that you enjoy what you hear and that you come back for more and of course if you've been hanging with us for some time now welcome back here is episode 404 of podcateers It's fine uh, But you know what, either way, happy pie day mm-hmm. right,
2: it is. Mm-hmm. Pie. Pie. <laughs> pie Pizza is pie Ooh,
1: Pizza I like pie, pie. Yeah. Hey, pie. Stuff, I like it <laughs> <Picasso>. Stuff crust <laughs> Ooh, That sounds delicious. Now we're just Americanizing it <laughs> Stuff
3: crust
1: Okay, pie day fact I heard this theory about pie It's like 3.14 blah 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 But that number apparently goes on forever. It has no end. So theoretically speaking, at some point in there, everything from your phone number to your social security number to all these random digits will appear in Pi. And not just mine, like every single person in the world will at some point appear somewhere in Pi because there are so many numbers. And I have no idea why, but that blew
2: my mind. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i mean it makes sense because it's a non-repeating pattern that's you know how math works it's not like where you divide something in a and it's like 0.3333333 and then you just kind of round it up but that's it goes on that i mean that goes on forever too but it's just a bunch of threes <laughs> this one yeah. is every other number in no pattern whatsoever
1: i don't ever <laughs> consider myself like a math geek or anything like that i find certain things you know pretty fun but, you know, I wasn't great at the maths, which is why I'm an artist. You know, I joke about that all the time. But for some reason, I heard that earlier today and I was like, what? That's amazing. And I felt like so much smarter. You like the, you and it fit, doesn't make me smarter yeah. at all. I just want to make that clear. But you I felt like felt
2: that smarter. kid from The Incredibles. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <It was totally laughs> what are you waiting for? I don't know, some amazing to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> Spot
0: on. <laughs>
1: so yeah, that was my amazing thing that happened today. Happy Pi Day, everyone! If you are not mathematical, no. yeah, we'll go with that word. Yes, that doesn't works. exist, but we'll go with it. It's a word yeah. now. We made it up. Yeah, yep. in the podcast And, and you're like lexicon. pie. You might as well just have some pie to celebrate. Wait, but you're listening to this two days later. I hope you had some pie because i'm hoping to have pie after we're done recording because one i'm hungry and two pie <laughs> i mean one half of a pie please that's right? some, some math i'm going to have 3.14 <laughs> <laughs> pieces of, of pie, pie. <laughs> I'll have 3.14 pies. (laughs) That one I'll be okay to round up to. Yeah, (laughs) just give me 3.2. 3.2 pies. (laughs) One chocolate,
2: one banana, (laughs) one pumpkin, and then the other one can be, I don't know. (laughs) Dealer's choice. Dealer's choice. Nice. Pie dealer's choice. There's a pie dealer. That's what they call them, right? At the bakery, they're the pie dealers. Something like that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Used car dealer, pie dealer.
3: Nice.
1: This is going to turn into an all-foodie episode. <coughs>
2: Welcome to the uh, PieCast. <laughs> we
0: hope you brought some snacks.
3: <laughs> Makes sense since we're doing March Madness.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Dude, I'm so happy that popcorn
1: is still in the competition at this point. Historically speaking, I haven't done well coming out of round one. This time around, we're doing okay. I feel like I got a strong contender. I... I usually I, I don't know I want to say that I usually go with the underdog but honestly when I went mind train through nature's Wonderland, I didn't think it was an
0: underdog. I thought that was a pretty solid choice it, peop- you know what it was an underdog choice. it was. should have gone a little further? Sorry you, it didn't You gotta think
2: how what the pew the people are that are voting on Instagram it's it's you know, the people that remember Mind Trains through Nature's Wonderland or that care about it um might not be the same people that are on Instagram.
1: That's true.
2: Because yeah, it was, okay. you know, a hundred years ago that, that was... <laughs> oh. Wow. I mean Hazen ago. never got to ride Mind Train through Nature's
1: Wonderland, so So that makes me almost a hundred. No, you never got to, (laughs) so you're younger than 100. But I'm almost 100. (laughs) Back in my day,
2: we had donkeys, and they went across the path, and the train had to stop.
1: There were the sister waterfalls. Hey, you know what? It's funny, because we were just... um, One of my kids is doing an assignment for school about their favorite vacation that they've ever taken. Mm -hmm. And so... He he decided to write about the time that we went up to San Francisco and we went to the Walt Disney Family Museum and, you know, the Charles Schultz Museum and everything. Uh, primarily because he really wanted to talk about the Jelly Belly Factory and the <laughs> other two things just kind of made it into his report.
4: <laughs>
1: but while he was talking about it, I asked him or while he was trying to remember, I said, hey, do you want to see some of the photos that I took? Because maybe it'll help spark some memories for you because, you know, it was, it was a couple years ago now <clears throat> So, you know, fired up Lightroom, and we're looking through all these photos. And then we get to the Disneyland model that's at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Mm-hmm. His eyes lit up. Aww. And so he's looking at this model. He's like, Dad, that thing looks so awesome. I know, right? And so we're talking about all the different exhibits. We're talking about the, the different points. And I'm telling about the chicken of the sea pirate ship. And we're talking about how Dumbo moved places and how the teacups move places and all the attractions. And then we're talking about Mind Train Through Nature's Wonderland. And we're talking about those stalagmites and stalactites. And then we're talking about how Big Thunder took over. And then I saw the waterfall, Cascade Peak. And I have to tell you that on Aside from the fact that I never got a chance to ride Nature's Wonderland, which for me, trains, I I, I love the whole aesthetic. But the Rainbow Caverns really was, you know, the showstopper for me. And I know that today, if they brought back the Rainbow Caverns, it would look tenfold better than what it did back then, right? Mm -hmm. LED technology and everything would blow it out of the water. But... At the time, like using the black lights and everything and the way that they set it up for me was huge, right? I love that. And so uh, we were talking about that area, but I feel like the thing that I really would have wanted to see was Cascade Peak. I don't know what it is i love waterfalls i love being in nature i love going where there's a lot of vegetation and if there happens to be a waterfall i feel like everything is complete for me so yeah i feel like that element of the rivers of america is quite possibly where you would find me either staring or sitting on tom sawyer island so that i could just sit there listen to the waterfall enjoy the ambient sounds and i would probably never want to do anything else that's how much i love them aside from a train i love me a good waterfall and when you combine the two
0: who ooh you're ta- so as you're talking about that the one thing in my head that ha- that's going through is i'm standing on tom sawyer's island and i'm facing the the i'm facing like i'm facing the river And here comes the train, and let's see, Disney, you know, throw it out into the universe. Disney decides, hey, let's bring waterfalls right where the river is, a little bit past the other ones. And as the train is going by, they start to light up. And you can watch it. Yeah, I know. I'm... This is what happens when you're tired. Things just pop up in your head.
1: <laughs> you don't have to be tired. That's like prime armchair imagineering stuff. Like, yeah. I can tell your brain is already gearing up for the, the episode when we finally do it again. Right. So, yeah.
4: I'm just, for yeah. it. You have to
1: remember what, that
4: idea.
2: what TLC taught us, though, Hazen, Melissa. Oh, yeah. What's that? Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen to the rivers, right?
2: To stick to the rivers and the streams that you're used to. This
3: is a bunch of scrub talk.
0: <laughs> no scrub, Larry.
1: Apparently, you're not supposed to scrub or something like that. I guess it chafes your skin. I don't know. That's why I use a loofah. <laughs> Damn daylight savings time messing with all of us. Well, it's an hour earlier than we normally would record. <laughs> but is Goodness. it an hour earlier? Because it's really an hour later. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Uh, today we
1: all became time travelers, it was, or yesterday I guess we all became time travelers because at one point it was like 1 o'clock in the morning, and then all of a sudden you blink and it's like 2.01 a.m., and you're like, what the hell just happened here? <laughs> right. And apparently that is when you entered the simulation. Dun, dun, dun! What is yep.
2: time? Time isn't real. Neither are birds. TikTok is
1: correct. <laughs> we are living in a simulation. Oh, man. <laughs> Down the hole, we went. I don't even know where we are right now. The <laughs> red pill or the blue pill, Mason? Right? I, I feel like I took both pills, and somehow, like, my brain is like, caught in the between both pill. worlds. So I'm yeah. on the
3: pie train right now. Just infinite. No <laughs>
1: <move>. oh, <laughs> woo! That's where we were. We were yeah. talking about eating pizza pie.
3: Good treats. That's right. And, and no, now, wait, we,
1: now we we're trains. on March Madness, is what and we were March on. March Madness. Oh, yeah. Right? We're giving an update. Popcorn. Okay, our brains still work. We yeah. did this. We figured okay, we, we got, got back. back on on We'd track back, back back. On, the on the train, train on track. Boom! Nailed it. We did it. We did Good it. Job. High fives every. Anyways, yeah. all the way around. High fives clap, all, clap, all the clap. way around. We did, we did it. We did it.
3: Thanks for hanging in there, one listener. At this point, <laughs> <laughs> everybody else has turned it off. <laughs> <Everyone>
1: all <laughs> okay. All right. So March mayhem currently going on right now. Uh, It's uh, look it's going strong still rooting for popcorn. I don't know what I'm gonna do if popcorn ends up getting knocked out uh, in the next round. We got a pretty strong week two coming up as far as I can tell here. Obviously, by the time that you're listening to this episode, if you're listening on launch day, we've already been through a couple of matchups. But we have the Ronto Wrap going up against Tiger Tails—not Tiger Tails from Pooh's Corner, but Tiger Tails from Bengal Barbecue. We got the Turkey Leg versus the Chimichanga, Beignets versus Candy Apples, and then to round out the week, we have Churro versus Corn Dog, oh. and Mickey Ice Cream Bar versus. TBD at this point because we haven't gotten to the matchup that's going to go up against Mickey Ice Cream Bar this Friday, so it's a pretty exciting week. It's going to be interesting to see what Churro versus Corn Dog does. It's churro all the way, baby! Uh,
2: churro I'm all the way. I'm still
0: torn between churros and Dole Whip, and man, this next matchup with the uh, corn dog, ah, uh, that's hard.
3: <laughs> I want the corn dog to win, but the churros. It's hard to turn that down. It's almost mm. like infinite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going
0: to be a hard one. Man.
3: But it'll be a shame. Yeah. when That bracket goes down, though. Once that one's off the board, that's when things are going to get real, like Melissa's talking about. It's like hearts will be broken. Decisions yeah. will be made. Yeah. These <laughs> yeah. buds will be enthralled. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: We're recording this a couple days in advance, so I don't know what's going to happen, but I feel like- I don't know. I think Ronto Rap's going to win. You think Uh, uh-huh. you think Ronto Rap's going to win?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers
1: right now, and
2: it's it's pretty ahead. Okay,
3: Told you. the Ronto Wrap. So that means
1: that it, it that it's looking like it's gonna be Mickey Ice Cream Bar, Bar versus Ronto Wrap, if that's the case. <laughs> and then at that point, I feel like the Mickey Ice Cream Bar is gonna blow the Ronto Wrap.
3: Whoa, on whoa, the water. whoa, 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 whoa! Back the train, the three one four train, beep, <laughs> the pie <beep>. train. <laughs> Here's my argument. Okay. On this. Ice cream, yes, you could eat it in the winter, and you could say it's good then, but the major crowd is there for the summer for ice cream bars. Mickey, yes, it's cool, but it's like summer's when that's the hot hitter. Now, Ronto Wrap is all year. You could go cold, you could go warm, and you're getting a satisfying treat any time of the day. Not necessarily like it's too early for ice cream. You can't get ice cream before 11 because those things aren't available yet. So folks, you hear me? Just putting it out there. This has a, been a message provided by Ronto Rap from the Galaxy's Edge.
4: Okay. So what Larry's saying <laughs> uh, What what I'm getting out of
2: this is we need a breakfast ice cream. Is what I'm getting. Out
1: of <laughs> That's kind of what I got out, out of it too. Okay. Breakfast ice cream. If we cream. had like a french toast ice cream.
3: Yeah, that sounds good. I like think cinnamon we've got it roll covered. ice cream. Get yeah, ideas away. Yeah. I mean, I think we got <laughs> yeah. that covered. Maybe Breakfast, that's what we should armchair imagineer snacks.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast. Start mod-podging everything into right. <laughs> so yeah, vision board. <laughs> so I mean, it's looking it's looking strong for. I ha- I have to say it, Larry. I'm sorry, but it's looking strong for the Mickey ice cream bar. I feel like I might be the only one on the planet that feels like this, but. The Ronto Wrap isn't good, y'all. It's It's killing tiger tails. tails.
3: It's killing the tiger tails. Because
1: it's a tiger tail. It's a piece of bread. (laughs) (laughs) Loves. I I mean, look, honestly, if I had to choose, I'll tell you who I voted for. I voted for the Ronto Wrap because of the two, the Ronto Wrap is actually better. So I get it. But if it's up against the Mickey Ice Cream Bar, come on now. No contest. I just I feel like I've just had enough bad experiences with the Ronto wrap that I'm kind of like over it at this point. I know that others have had and they're like, this is this is so good. It's got good flavor. I've had it multiple times and it's dry and doesn't have enough sauce. I know that that's a me problem. But because it's a me problem, I cannot endorse anything Ronto wrap right now. (laughs) And I almost voted for the Tiger Tail. Because I was so against the Ronto Rap, but I figured, you know what? I'm gonna be objective here. If we're talking about flavor, I'm gonna
3: have to give it to the Ronto Rap
1: between the two. So look, I, I, I feel like I'm being fair when it comes to that.
3: Yeah, I see it. I see it. I'm just, I'm, I'm putting it out there. It's just, just crazy. Just,
2: just you wait is what Larry's saying, just, just right? right? Just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Watch. I would be the Ronto eating my rap words when the damn Ronto or... Rap
1: makes it to the to the championship. Yeah, it's gonna be. <laughs> Churro versus Ronto wrap. Oh no! <laughs> what a crazy matchup that'd be. Oh man, man, we had so many things to talk about today, and we've spent all this time talking about food, which is good. I mean, I love talking about food, but I got it. I figured it out right here, Hazen. Okay, so where do Ronto wraps are?
2: Where are those located? Batu. Okay, and Batu is in the universe of
3: Galaxy's Edge.
2: Yeah, but like the like cinematic universe. Yeah, and then the Mandalorian. They're... Yeah, Mandalorian, and then what's the new thing Mandalorian kind of thing that's going to be on Disney Plus?
1: Baby Yoda becoming Iron Man.
2: Okay, that's fine. Are I'm we not at, talking about not, that yet?
1: That well, that's fine. That's <laughs> that's one. It's the it
2: works. It's not where I was going, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, I know people are saying it's Grogu. <laughs> So why don't you 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 sent that in the text message and I think you need to explain this a little more. You got some explaining. Okay, okay, I have no can, idea. what We could totally about. get
1: into that, but I know is where you like want to go. I, I know where well, you want to go. That's fine. This. Is it
2: a toothbrush? Is it a you know t- tissue dispenser or something for <laughs> Best Buy?
1: No, no. So here's okay. what's happening. There is uh, this rumor slash possible connection to the next season of The Mandalorian. You know. Mando made it into the Book of Boba Fett way more than he was supposed to. We got a lot of Grogu in there. And the last several episodes of the Book of Boba Fett were really kind of a precursor to the next season of The Mandalorian. It's really what it turned into, right? And Mm -hmm. according to what I've been reading, again, kind of a rumor. I can't confirm it. If it's true, then this is so freaking cool. But apparently, remember in The Mandalorian, when Mando was off... Trying to find Grogu, he went and he just kind of took down. I forgot where they were, but he took down this base with IG 11, the bounty hunter droid.
4: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: so that droid, remember how it got killed in mm-hmm. battle? Mm-hmm. It got shot down and everything? Okay, apparently, what's going around is that in the new season of The Mandalorian, IG 11 is back, but. He's going to be covered in Beskar steel, and Grogu is going to sit inside of him, Iron Man style, and control IG-11 and go to battle with Mando.
0: Whoa. I know. I mean,
2: what it sounds more like to me, not to like burst the bubble or anything, but it sounds more like... In Men in Black when the guys, you know, the face opens up and the little guy's in there. That's what it reminds me of. That's exactly what came to my head. So. <laughs> Look, I don't care what you compare
1: it to, he's Iron Man to me now.
2: Uh the, okay. No, he's Beskar man. He's Beskar. <laughs> Beskar man, exactly. Beskar baby. That's right. There you go. He may not
1: be a billionaire, but he's still a little playboy, that little Grogu. Well, that Beskar is worth a pretty penny. Uh-huh. So well maybe he is then. Who Beskar knows? Beskar baby. So anyway, that's really what I had to get off my chest. I'm super excited about that. I hope that turns out to be true. I feel like I'm more excited about everything Mandalorian and the latest trailer that dropped, which is what you were alluding to just a little while ago, Andrew. And that is, <laughs> oh, that's a that's a cue for me as he's
2: pointing at me, going, the Obi the, the Obi <laughs> Wan Kenobi.
1: Wow, nailed it! I that's love nice. it. Super funny to me. That it feels like they're wrapping everything back into episode four, five and six somehow I, I'm I'll leave that part of the speculation till after. but thoughts on the trailer and what more can you tell me because I'm confused like did we see Vader in the trailer? I think this is
2: a this I think this is a Larry um. Larry's domain I think Larry needs to explain more because I got so confused I thought it was Darth Vader and then it's not because it says right on like IMDB that it's not him um so but I also didn't watch any of these Clone Wars things so I think Larry is probably more apt to explain this trailer
3: well I mean just for anyone that's hanging in there I mean I want to make sure we get everyone's thoughts in there but the the guy that you're seeing there is a part of the Inquisitors group which is exactly what Andrew's saying the Clone Wars time is somewhere Where you would have saw that. And I think it is easy to get it confused. Because he has that same. Appearance. Like the Empire. Where they have like the dark clothing. But it's like armor body kind of. And his skin is like bald and all white. But the difference there is that. If it was Hayden Christensen. Or aka Darth Vader. He's a little bit more burnt. I think you got to remember. He's got a lot of scarring from all the issues that would have happened. But I guess you could have totally got it confused. Because I know when you see it it happens really quick cool thing about the inquisitors though they're they're pretty much like if you want to look at it and you don't want to look too much into their history just think of them as basically darth vader's first backup crew like they're the crew that and everything that anakin did when he was betraying basically the jedi and taking down all the jedis that were young and old they stood behind that being like yeah we come after jedis which leads into this trailer which I want to get more of your thoughts on, Melissa. Go ahead.
0: I think I'm just excited because there's there are characters that I'm not familiar with. And that's the exciting part. I love having to learn someone that's new and figuring out, okay, who are they? Where is this? What's connected? Um, but the music took me. Just that John Williams touch. Oh, my gosh. Preach. It's just, it's, (laughs) yes. And then (laughs) I lost it when we were just talking about it. Duel of the Fates plays, and it's like, oh, my gosh. This is, to me, is like when the Avengers theme plays, like, that song. Oh, my gosh. I wish, like, that could be, like, that one pumped-up song that I could play (laughs) and be like, yeah, (laughs) I could do this. And, but to have that mixed in it's like wait we're getting the first trilogy we're getting a little bit of the second trilogy we're we're getting mixes and I appreciate that so it's interesting the direction that they're going with and just the style alone is just I I'm a sucker for like if you're going to do villains, like that whole dark side really well, and they do, it's just beautiful. So it's just, it's, they're, they're paying a lot more attention to Obi-Wan. I, that's what I think. And it's, it looks great. I, I'm i just excited to see it, like when it starts. But the music, whew, I'm so happy we got something else. We're getting two things with John Williams. So good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sure
2: it's uh have you speaking of duel of the fates this is completely unrelated um have you seen the um the like misheard lyrics of Duel? yes of the fates <laughs> very funny if you haven't seen it look that up just like duel of the fates sing along or I think it's called or something it's, it's really very funny. It's funny anyway um yeah the trailer i was very confused i thought we were looking at darth vader for a bit but that's okay um then um what am i what am i looking at here um You got a little um, prequel uh, nod with um, Uncle Owen, is played by the same uh, actor from uh, Episode Three, same guy, and um, yeah, it's you get to see. Larry pointed out the the uh, Darth Vader's possible Darth Vader's chair in one of the scenes. That was cool, but also you get to see a guy with like a data disc thing on his back, which Larry (laughs) then told me was not a data disc, but like a spinny lightsaber deal which is kind of cool but um yeah there's also a droid that reminds me a lot of ace from star tours oh if, yeah you know it's it's not him but it looks like ace from star tours sure does yeah. um and yeah i mean i'm excited for this um really interested to see how uh hayden christensen is made up as darth vader if it's going to be just helmet all the time or if we're going to be seeing you know, face and what what's gonna go. I'm assuming since it's Hayden Christensen's uh, credited and not James Earl Jones, will be getting unmasked, unhelmeted uh, Darth Vader. So it'll be
1: interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I feel like if you don't know anything about Star Wars and you haven't taken the time to watch Rebels or Clone Wars or don't know a lot about Episode 4, 5, and 6, which, honestly, I feel like I was really the last one on Earth that hadn't done that yet, you're still going to be able to enjoy this. And I feel like you're just going to be able to enjoy it because of what's being presented and how it's being presented. And the John Williams music, I think, adds a lot to how that action comes, you know, uh, on the screen. I'm excited because the little that I do know about rebels and clone wars especially rebels i guess in this case uh i feel like is gonna begin to pay off even more because i didn't i didn't really watch them all like my kids watched them and i kind of caught some of them with them but i i know that somehow like the the There's like this lineage of brothers and sisters that are all numbered, like the fifth brother and the seventh sister. And like they're all part of the Inquisitors. Right. And they all answer to Vader. And I think we saw at least a couple of them in the trailer. The seventh sister was the one that was tasked with killing Ahsoka Tano in Rebels. Mm Right. Right. Yep. So, yeah. So, I, I like for me, like this is all starting to piece together, and I'm kind of excited about it because it's all kind of making sense. I don't think if you haven't seen them, it's going to hinder your experience. I think it's just going to be action packed and it's going to be just a fun ride all the way through. But considering that it's in May, I guess if you wanted to binge Rebels so that you kind of knew what was kind Maybe. of going to be happening, it's a good time to do it because you're going to understand a lot more of these characters and, you know, how they became Jedi Hunters and everything. Uh, It was all the Jedi that survived Order 66, right? That's what they were originally tasked with. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this. I, I actually feel like I'm more excited about this one than I was about Book of Boba Fett. And I was pretty damn excited about that one.
2: This is it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Like, yeah, I was about to say, like, this, is Obi-Wan Obi-Wan this is Obi Wan Kenobi. It's Obi Wan Kenobi. This is, yeah, it's yeah. like everybody's like, okay, Star Wars TV series. Everybody's like, okay, it's Yoda and Obi Wan Kenobi. That's like the ones that they're always like, oh, Yoda, Yoda Obi Wan Kenobi. So we got Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, yeah, it's it's Obi Wan Kenobi. What can he say?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm I'm with Hazon too. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to upsell and then it becomes a, a fallout. I, I I have full faith me watching as a star wars fan i'll get in my deep dive of the, the trailer immediately when we open that scene and you start hearing ewan mcgregor reprise his role boom i'm locked in and that's probably one of the best add-ons from four five and six episodes is that he treasured that role ewan mcgregor so much that he wanted to embed the obi-wan kenobi character and it's like i have no doubt that It's taking time because he treasures doing this role. He wanted to do it. He never said he didn't want to. He just had to keep it under wraps. So I think, yes, it doesn't rely on him. He's not the writer. But I think he knows himself being like, okay, this is like bringing in, like I talked about George Lucas, someone that's a part of the bigger Star Wars thing and making that feeling to come to life. What made me get hyped up immediately is that it sounds like he's talking to the force. And I'm like, dude if he's talking to the force and he's learned that trick, then that opens the door for like anybody making a cameo. Cause that could just think of Luke when we were watching the last movies, just think of Ray and, you know, just interlocking that voice that can open. I mean, deep down inside, I want to see Qui-Gon. I, I want, I want him to come back <laughs> through the force. And I want him to be like, I got a specific set of skills. Not just <laughs> And I, I want another – this is going to sound crazy. I want another Darth Maul fight. It could happen. This technically lines it up still yeah. in the timeline for that to happen with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, please. Uh, I'm dead no more. <laughs> he's not – yeah. Yeah, this is, that's, this is what I'm looking for that we're going to get. I hope. I hope. That's the chills I got from the music, the dual fates. And then last but not least, we've been talking about the Inquisitors, but that base, if you watch the trailer that they're flying into um, – that just gives me total Empire vibes. Loving it. Because think about Rise of Resistance. When you walk on, you feel like you're getting on like a part of the Death Star, right? Mm-hmm. This has that same vibe. Boom. I'm like, yes. Killed it. Layout great. And I'm going to just put it out there. I think I've been waiting for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series because I just like Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's kind of like the guy that I got used to doing it. Although, all, all, pro, all kudos to the original Obi-Wan. But still... I think I'm sir I'm on it, Alec. Guinness. Yes, go ahead, say it, sir. Sir, La- a, sir Alec Guinness. Sir Alec Guinness, the knight. Did <laughs> the you guys knighted.
0: realize the music when um, this Obi Wan comes out? It's the same music from when old man Ben Kenobi made his debut. It's Like <laughs> they use the same music. Oh, that
3: little. Uh huh. Oh, I didn't notice mm. that. That's cool. I it was it like shish come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, corn on the cob, remember? Corn on the Yoda, cob. That's Yoda! A... Toyota!
3: You got to watch the video, guys. It's the one they're mentioning.
2: Um, I did do a real quick look on IMDb, and it's uh, a total of four, uh, as far as I've seen, people returning from the prequels. Uh, besides, So it's you McGregor um, as Obi-Wan, Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader, Joel Edgerton as Owen Lars, and mm-hmm. Bonnie... Uh, Pius, I don't know, I'm just gonna screw up her last name, as, you know, Baru, uh, Lars. So, a nice little, like, fitting everybody in, um, you know, kind of keeping that, you know, George Lucas picked these people to... Be these movies, and they're these are the people. So it's kind of like you know Mickey Mouse or whatever. You got the same. You we got the people. <laughs> got the they're coming through. You got to get them back. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. The voice of Mickey Mouse is the voice of Mickey Mouse, except when it's not. I guess now, but um, <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of cool that they're you know bringing those characters over. It's it's just nice to to see familiar faces, and you know people are the prequels are not as uh, hated as they once were. For some reason, I like all the Star Wars
1: movies, so I, they got a bad rap for a while, so I don't know. Now, I, I heard you say, I want to see another Darth, Darth Maul fight, and I'm thinking, damn, that would be so cool to see mm-hmm. one of those. And I'm There's trying like, to think, two, like, like, okay. Spider legs. Yeah. I, I, in my head, half-droid. I see Darth Maul, cool staff, red head, spikes in the head, right? Yep. Darth that, Maul, that's cool staff, General spikes yeah. in I'm the trying head. To, I'm trying to remember... <laughs> And and at first, I thought Darth Sidious, but Darth Sidious is actually Palpatine, right? He's Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do it. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I'm playing. Look, right now, when it comes to all the characters and everything that's happening in Obi-Wan, my head looks like one of those giant cork boards with, like, string oh, yeah. and, like, it's like the, pins yeah. all over like the like place connecting Gar- it.
2: Uh, uh, what is it? Always sunny in Philadelphia where he's got the board. Yeah. Charlie. <laughs> Day. That's what
1: it looks like in my head connecting all of this. <laughs> So where – I'm trying to fit this in the timeline then. Like where does it fit into the Star Wars general timeline? Because at the beginning of the trailer, I see him looking down at a young Anakin playing. Right,
3: that's no, actually Luke. Oh, that's Luke, Luke that he There's yeah. There's your catch-up. A lot yeah. of people oh, are doing Luke. that too. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, because that's him. Luke. It's
2: old, oldish, middle age Obi Wan Kenobi. So he's like, you know what it is. He's watching over Luke, yeah. the last
3: hope. Mm-hmm. There's your. So this hope. is
2: probably what, like, like say, ten years, eight yeah. to ten years before. So ten years has exactly. to be like, is it before or after
1: episode three? No, it can't be three because he yeah no, but no, this is
2: after yeah three. Because uh, Anakin's already Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, and this, and because at the end of what three, Luke, Luke, and Leia are born at right. three, right? Right.
3: Exactly. They're. So there
2: so this is like te, he's like te, like that's like 8 years later or whatever. Mm-hmm.
3: And that's how good they did it to make you think that is, it does look like Anakin when you see that moment cuz well that would be his son. Yeah. Right? But that's so, that's, okay.
2: that's that's the you know moisture farm that's there where the blue milk is and their Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. Got it. Okay. Go.
1: All right, it's all piecing together. So, that so means this that is that where we you can't get spider get Brogu.
2: No. No, but you can get Spider... Uh, uh,
3: Spider Darth Maul. <laughs> Spider, yeah, Spider
2: Darth Maul from Solo in there.
3: Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Okay. You can get some...
3: That's what I'm saying. I'm looking for some cameos, even if it means bringing him, speaking with the Force. I think that even opens the door bigger. Like, who else could we see we don't even know i then. mean you right. could see
2: grogu because he's hundreds of years old already or whatever so or he's like <laughs> 80 however old he is True. so you could see him
1: or we could see the birth of a Gro- uh, grogu Ooh. Whoa.
2: okay oh yeah well, i don't know because he's too old already well yeah but
1: think about think from he's like canonically from episode like 70 three, if this is happening Oh, okay, well The Mandalorian is happening after episode 5 or 6 at this point. Oh, let's Google it. <laughs> That's a good question.
0: <laughs>
2: when does The Mandalorian take It place? has to take you, after Google. it
1: has to be after 4 or 5, definitely 9 be- after the battle of Yavin.
2: Five years after Return of the Jedi, Jedi. and nine years okay. after A New Hope. So it's after the the original trilogy.
1: Right. Okay. So then at that point we're a decade or so in. If you work your way backwards, we're several decades out. And Grogu was what, eighty years old at that point? Grogu
2: is fifty. Oh. <laughs> Theoretically at, at we the... could
1: see the birth of Grogu.
2: No, wow. but this is no no, because this <laughs> takes place 10 years before... So this is... He would be 30 years old already.
1: Great googly moogly. Okay. All <laughs> I'm right. a genius in France. All right. You know what? Either way, if we do get to see... Sorry to burst baby your Baby Grogu. Baby, baby Grogu. <laughs> even Grogu. Even babier Grogu. That's going to be the name on the box. Even babier Grogu. Or even babier Yoda, I guess.
2: With spit up
0: action. So would it be crazy to say that we could see Yoda.
3: That's what I'm leading Talking to. Talking about Grogu? Yeah. Yep. Something, something to connect. Something yeah. about the force yeah. to connect to other movies. That's a, it, There's so much that it you binds can do us. With, uh, To make Andrew's Day, and maybe there there's a storyline out there from a series of Star Wars way back with Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's this time period um, that explains what how he's protecting Luke. And there is a good chance we might see tactical Chewbacca. Ah, Santin, yeah, he's so cool. Does make a appearance in one of those series as he's trying to fight him off. So there's always that chance for Andrew to see tactical Chewbacca come back. Someone from yeah. the Mandalorian series. Maybe in this series
2: maybe <laughs> in this series is where we see uh, Jedi uh Jar Jar Binks. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh jeez.
1: Oh man. I'm just gonna fly oh, right past that one. <laughs> i'm excited about everything else so i'm gonna put it out in the universe this probably isn't gonna happen but i'm just gonna verbalize it and hope that the star wars whatever somehow make this happen but like you said mel we see yoda okay we see yoda holding grogu saying you will be the biggest jedi you will or whatever right whatever yoda says i don't know what he said oh, right right he speaks God, in riddles that's what another Luke father said. story
4: like, yeah it's another father <laughs> right? story yeah. yes
1: it is another... or maybe he's his grandfather or something or like you are the last of our Could kind be. you are you will take Could on the be. jedi and you will take on the force and whatever right we see something happen i just really wanted to talk to like yoda okay so we see him <laughs> pass it on he teaches grogu and so Grogu knows everything. Like, he's, like, full-blown, like, Jedi. But somehow he blocks it out of his mind because of what happened in Order 66. He's just a baby, right? Even baby or Yoda now with spit-up action. He some ice
2: and hits his head. And... Yeah,
1: so now he messes yeah. with his own head. And he's like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And so he blocks it out and forgets how. And so Luke is all like, oh, yeah, I'm going to teach you how to, like, release the Force. The Force is strong in you. But little Great does Luke he voice. know that Grogu... So much of a better Jedi than Luke.
3: It's always been kind of a backstory in Star Wars when the master becomes the learner uh-huh. because they, they've they've got more midi chlorides or whatever. That's a deep dive, folks. If you go back to hey, your midi and, <laughs> and
2: the you know and the wills and all the stuff, George Lucas want to talk about the wills. You know the wills. That's yeah. yeah that's like anyway.
1: Well, I just <laughs> added Star two Wars more stuff. pins to my board.
2: You have to look up
3: the wills. Okay. Yes. I just added two more pins
1: to my board. All right. I need to get get more red string. Watch it.
3: If you haven't watched it, which I don't know, millions have watched it, it is a hype video for Obi-Wan Kenobi series for sure. And it's got all the feels, I feel like, that Star Wars should have when you're about to watch the movie almost. But it's a series, so it's really cool. Nice. How many episodes do we know? Is it going to be six episodes? Six. Six, six? According as far as to I the
2: internet, limited series, six. Nice. So they just made a really long movie. Awesome. That's what I was about to say.
3: Feels like a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for it's it.
2: It's
1: like a four-hour
2: movie.
0: I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm for it. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Well, we had tons of other stuff to talk about, but I guess the Star Wars talk went on much longer, and I'm glad it did because I feel like it cleared up a lot of stuff that I was thinking about, and look, if we see Grandpa Yoda... You know, pass on the force <laughs> of the Jedi is. to baby grogu now with spit up action, even baby grogu that's mm-hmm. awesome even baby I love it <laughs> uh well, before we move on, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podeteers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FgP squad, our podcast for Godparents, and it is their support that helps out with a monthly contribution via patreon. If you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head on over to podcasterscom slash FGP for more information. There you will find a link to our Patreon, a list of some of our top contributors, and a little bit of information about what the FGP Squad is. If you have any questions, you can always hit us up. We'll be happy to answer any questions you might have. But being a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks, like access to our happy hour calls, uh, additional content, like the Podcateers After Show over on Patreon, On random mailings, gifts, discounts on podcasters' gear, all sorts of stuff. But again, any questions? Feel free to hit us up, and of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, Let's keep it in the park since we were on Batu. Let's uh, take it Mm -hmm. over to Main Street. Apparently, there was a blackout on Main Street the other day uh, at Disneyland. It's always weird when these types of things happen and look it's the real world, right? Like stuff like that happens. But I think when it breaks the illusion of being in a Disney park where all of a sudden you're walking out, it's late, and then only the emergency lights are, are on or like the the fire from the from the post. <laughs> the gas, the gas post. Yeah. yeah, the the <laughs> oh, gas lights yeah. are on. Everything else is super dark and it's kind of freaky looking. I get it. It feels like a scary movie, <laughs> but uh, eventually the lights came back on. I don't know if it was the backup generators that eventually came back on or if they restored power, but I was looking, I was watching all of these posts happen on TikTok and on Instagram, and uh it was kind of freaky looking. I will yeah, admit crazy. It, it was kind of freaky looking to see Main Street USA so dark and more importantly, to look down Main Street and the castle was completely Dark. There was nothing
0: Ooh. on the castle. Pete, That's, that's creepy. Happened. You should yeah. do it on October then. Ooh. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And to do easy. it on purpose, we just right. keep giving them yeah. good
1: ideas.
2: Right?
0: I know. And you know what? You don't have to spend a thing, Disney. You just turn off the lights. That's it. I-
2: yeah, you're saving money. Yeah. Bob Chapek's all about saving money. I, was this him? Just like he didn't pay the power <laughs> bill in time. He's like, "We'll see how oh, no. far I can get without paying it oh, this month." Boy. Or <laughs>
1: and so. Or he heard about those rolling blackouts in California. He's all like, "How many millions yeah. could we save if we just do a rolling blackout in DCA and, and Disneyland for just a few seconds?" Just how much? I, I'm curious. How much do you think they would save having no power on? For one or two minutes, Jeez. For a whole part like whole part, yeah, resort wide or
2: hmm. I'm I don't say, know if I want to make that because let's say one minute. Is that we say yeah, one, minute, one minute. You think one one minute? I'd say their their minute consumption of power is uh, ten thousand dollars
1: per minute.
2: For, yeah, at least no way. for ten the thousand. whole resort. Yeah, I mean. That's okay. nuts. It's gotta be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just think about how many like buildings and and like it's like a whole neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> like a whole city, like couple blocks.
3: and We're then just talking about have... lighting. We're not talking about AC. No, everything, like, like, everything, okay. everything. Just if you were to <laughs> everything cut power. shuts down,
2: so AC, the lifts, the yeah motors and everything. I don't know what the the. The power rate is there, but it's got to be a lot.
1: So I did a quick Google search and a Uh paper came up for this course, uh, some work that was submitted for coursework for Stanford University back in March of 2019. And I guess it was part of an assignment maybe that a student was doing. But apparently it currently costs Disney parks over. And I'm reading directly from this uh, paragraph here. It says currently Disney parks cost over $10 billion a year to run and used over a billion kilowatts of energy, resulting in a bill of over $100 million a year. Ouch. 100
2: huh? $100 Let's see. million divided divide by, by 365. No math. Let's go back to pi. Right? I, I'm not <laughs> doing then, the math. I'm sorry <laughs> then, I brought it on. up. I'm doing this now. Okay. And then we divide that by 24 hours in a day. And then you divide that by 60 minutes. 60 minutes. You're awesome,
0: Andrew, because none <laughs> of us want
2: to do this. $273,888 <laughs> a minute.
3: But that's
0: that's that's if they're operating
3: at twenty four hours. Well,
2: that's also um, that wording sounded like that was Disney parks in the United States, so I think that's Walt Disney World. Yeah, and Um, and Disneyland.
3: So we might want to get it down. I was gonna say about a hundred. So if we divide
2: that by, uh, let's see. Four, it would have to be six parts divided by six, yeah. and then multiply it by two. That gets us ninety-one thousand two hundred and ninety-six dollars.
1: Ten grand a
2: minute. No. Oh, no, no, ninety almost grand. a hundred. Oh, okay, it's almost a hundred. <laughs> almost a hundred oh, thousand. A hundred so days. I was under. All right, I was underestimating. It's probably. I bet you. You know. I bet you it's closer to something like 50 grand a minute for Disneyland because just Walt Disney World is so much bigger. We're not taking into account a lot of stuff that they have there. But don't they have a but lot of solar energy? They because have solar of the big solar Mickey. Big solar Mickey, plus a yep, lot of um, buildings have solar. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot of money for. Uh, they they saved like 50 grand when the main street blackout happened. <laughs> well, there you go. Maybe it
1: was planned. Oh. Who knows?
2: Maybe the price of churros will go down. It's like coffee. Okay. Okay. okay, it'll go down.
1: <laughs> okay. We must be That's living in fantasy land. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, cuz the churros are $5 in fantasy
1: land. I know. I know, but I anyway, know. So, yeah, Blackout on Main Ugh. Street, super crazy to see. You can search for it. There's a couple of videos up. Uh, since we're in the parks, Pirates of the Caribbean is going to be closing indefinitely. Uh, looks like they're going to be doing some refurbishment uh, to the attraction. Looks like they filed a bunch of permits for the uh, HVAC and for plumbing and all sorts of stuff. I'm not exactly sure there's going to be any changes to the actual attraction or to any of the pirates, you know, where if they open, we're going to see a brand new pirate or we're going to see pirates missing. Who knows what's going to happen. But as far as it looks, it looks like they are upgrading a lot of the just general components of the attraction itself. Mm. Uh going to be closing for a few days as part of that. Looks like we're going to be getting better flow of traffic in new Orleans square in preparation for phantasmic coming back soon so i'm sure that the closing of pirates is also going to account for that and there's going to be some flow work that's going to be done at that point Matterhorn's going to be closing soon so lots of attractions going to be closing if you have an opportunity to go make sure that you enjoy them before they begin to close Uh, i think as of the recording of this episode pirates of the caribbean has been closed already the day we're recording this on Pi Day is the last day it's open. So if you return to the parks, it may not be open anymore. And I think actually by the time that we record this, Indiana Jones may be open again. Or by the time this episode releases, it's going to be open again. because It was just a few days that that was closing. Yeah,
2: according, according to uh, some articles I'm reading, uh, Pirates will be back May 28th. Take that with a grain of salt. But... Okay. That is the – I've read a couple articles saying May 28th or Summer 2022 as okay. the return date.
1: Well, hopefully they don't run into any issues like they have with, like, it's yeah. a small world and, you know, world of color or anything world like that. World of color. A, anything <laughs> big. But, yeah, hoping it comes back. Mirabel is now in Frontierland.
4: Yeah. It, that's
1: a great addition. Wasn't she – part of uh, DCA as part of the Festival of Holidays or what was she a part of recently?
0: I think she was part of uh, I think part of the Festival of Holidays.
1: It was, right?
0: Yeah. So
1: are we, uh, is she going to be a permanent addition now to Frontierland? Because it looks like the area that she's in is right next to Big Thunder and it's the area where we commonly see Miguel uh, as part of that meet and greet.
0: I mean it'd be great if she's there. I mean I love it. They usually don't use that space much. Only for like Three Kings um is it Three Kings? Jay. Three Kings, eh
1: I know they use it for Día de los Muertos. Oh yes, see yeah, I am the, that like, tired.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like skeleton guys <laughs> yes. hanging out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, Three Kings is at over
2: at DCA. They have the that at DCA is the Three Kings, I'm pretty sure.
0: There you go. Yes, yeah, you're, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. You're right. But it's great that they have her there. I mean, th- why not? I mean, Encanto's like on top of the world right now. So mm-hmm. it'd be great.
2: Mirabelle gave uh, Miguel a boot, I guess, took over his spot. <laughs> He'll like...
4: be back, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> but
2: I'm sure. But it's, you know, that's, it's there's only so much space in what they deem as a, like, appropriate setting for for these characters. So, you know, Mirabelle could go in Fantasyland, but it makes more sense you know, because of where the films take place, that you know, Frontierland is the West, in general area wise. So this takes place in the West, <laughs> so ish. So we'll put there. <laughs> well, there. Yeah, the West Hemis Western Hemisphere. I was gonna say it's to more like place. Western Hemisphere. <laughs> Western Hemisphere. <laughs> it's well, that's pretty West-ish. damn broad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not east. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. They really don't have a <laughs> the, lot of spaces where the West they can Coast do of that. America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do where do you In general. I don't know. It feels like in DCA she fits a little bit more. I hate to say it, but I just feels like it's a better fit where she was in DCA. But obviously as they move through <clears throat> the different holidays and you know, when we went into um Lunar New Year. Obviously, that celebration did change a lot of the stuff that was happening in DCA. Uh, Maybe they do need uh, uh, another area where these characters can just permanently be a part of, you know, they they just don't exist. And so they just kind of put them where there's low traffic in, in order to try to get more people into that area. Will we see Miguel? Probably. They'll probably uh, be on a cycle where you see Miguel for a couple of hours. You see Mirabel for a couple of hours. Too bad they're not part of the same Pixar universe or Disney animation because what if Miguel played a guitar for Mirabel and then they kind of did magic together? I don't know. That'd be super fun because if they did like a meet and greet with a sing-along with Mirabel, how cool would it be... To engage people and get people to see a show where she's just kind of singing about her family and they add a couple of magical elements
0: behind her. That would be awesome. I mean, again, more representation. So why not? I mean, it's I think it'll work. Yeah. I think it'll totally work. It would be cute.
2: Yeah. They do really need like a like just character the character warehouse or something like just a meet and greet area that puts you know, that, that characters that don't fit in nicely into the designated lands that exist or the properties. Like, okay, you have the princess fantasy fair, but most characters aren't princesses. So you can only put so many characters in there. And then, you know, Mickey has Mickey's house, but there's just like, you know, character warehouse is a bad name, but the, you know, the idea of just like, this is a spot where, it's like Princess Fantasy Fair, where it's like here's six different rooms or whatever, and there's just a rotating cast of characters. Sometimes you get Mirabelle, sometimes you get like uh, I don't know the guy like uh, Prince, the, the Sheriff of Nottingham, or you get like Prince John or um, you know Miguel or Sully or whatever you know, where anybody can show up, and it's just a uh, you know
3: very comparable to Tomorrowland from the. the- to what used to be innovations building right it's something no, where like they did what they had the ev- yeah. interventions excuse me yeah inventions. where they had like the avengers they had star wars in there where they had their like own room something like that right no just, just like
2: well it's like you have like or maybe you just have like the pixar room and then you have the disney room and then you have the star wars yeah. room and you have the marvel I, room i saw mel's in, eyes in and i think mel and i just the had the same
1: <laughs> idea <laughs> go ahead. coming go to Bell.
0: stage 17 right there <laughs> <laughs> Yep. that use that building use that building that building is underutilized and here you go they could do all these things i would love to see that yeah because you don't see everybody and whatnot and yeah
2: well it's like remember the uh, uh um big thunder in ranch the, yeah big thunder ranch they had they'd have rotating characters for like holidays or whatever that's where the only time i ever got to meet roger rabbit was back there and it's you know just characters like that there doesn't have to be like a you know story along with everything sometimes it's just like here's here's friggin winnie the pooh (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
3: (laughs) hey kids come on we gotta go to that (laughs) you friggin see friggin winnie the pooh
2: you wanted to see winnie the pooh (laughs) I kind of dig that
1: idea though. Just having, especially in in a location as large as Stage Nineteen, uh, I don't know if they would ever use it for that. Because right now it's what it, they're using it for merchandise. It's right? The store, it's store, right? It's the yeah. Avengers campus. I mean, store. we
2: have, but we have, we have. So we have Stage Seventeen mm-hmm. and we have Stage Nineteen. Stage Seventeen is the Avengers oh, store, okay. And Stage Nineteen is the old that's the like, one behind monsters, right?
3: That's the one. Well, so there's was... the
2: one to the left of Monsters and the one to the right of Monsters. The one mm-hmm. to the left of Monsters is the Avengers store. The one to the right of Monsters was like the cafeteria that had like a Pizza U Mau Mau and, and uh, uh, Tron. Meow,
1: meow. Well, yeah, it was Flynn's Arcade. Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> the best Thank you, Larry. <laughs> Either way, that I was... feel like one of them could be repurposed. Oh, th- what's sure. What's
2: funny is those restaurant storefronts are still in, at, at least as of last time I knew, those restaurant like fronts are still in there, just blocked by walls. So if you mm-hmm. walked into like Flynn's Arcade with the lights on, you'd see like the, the, the ice cream shop. <laughs> or like, yeah, the, No, they'd be like above the, <laughs> they'd because be above the walls. The walls did not go all the way up. Yeah, it didn't go all the um, way up. No, you're right. But yeah, True. and they could do just something like, uh, you know, you do video screens for the backgrounds or projections yeah. or whatever, where it's like, okay, Winnie the Pooh comes out. Here's the Hundred Acre Woods come out. You, you know, okay, here comes. Uh, uh, I can't think. I get bad at thinking of character names. Like here's uh <laughs> here's uh Chanticleer. I don't know. That's bad. This is <laughs> sounding more like. Here's a Robin better... Hood. Here we go. Here's Robin Hood, and yeah. the you know Sherwood Forest comes out. You know, just you know, change the screen as you know. Here's uh Mike and Sully, and here's you know there's Monstropolis. Here's. Iron Man, here's whatever, and it's just you have four different rooms. Animation and...
3: building, that's what they're gonna have to do. They'd have to renovate that building. But it's so,
2: sm- but the problem is there's not enough space in there. Yeah. Well, I'm talking there's... about like
3: gutting it out and changing oh. each one of those sections. To well, I think those
2: up. are some fighting words, Larry. I, I know, mean, not folks. for me, but there's some fighting I know, words there.
3: I, I it, trust me, I understand. I've, I I treasure that spot. For certain personal reasons, so oh we I, know, yeah. <laughs> but but I would say if you wanted something like that, that's the definate setup. Yeah,
2: you get you get bonus. rid of that. You go down that little ramp, and you just got all that stuff down there. The little the the beast thing, and then there's yeah, already a yeah. frozen meet and greet over there. Or well, was I don't yeah know, wasn't right
1: now, there? You go. wasn't like the like Ursula's grotto or grotto? something. That's that's, where, that's where, was where, a... where Elsa and Anna now change, right? That's like dressing yep. rooms and backstage. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yep. So there's plenty of space to do. I mean,
2: but why not use a space that's nothing right now? <laughs> like, yeah. The stage nineteen. It's a, a restaurant, a, a ailing restaurant that's your you know former restaurant that's nothing. Put some in there.
3: With you. Oh Meet man! And greet. So many ideas. Winnie the Pooh.
1: So many good ideas. <laughs> well, if you next time that you're in Frontierland and uh, you see Mirabel, hopefully she's singing about her family. And, you know, you get to see a cool show. As far as I know, it's just a meet and greet right now. But it has so much potential to be so much more. Do some cool stuff in the background where the stage begins to look like Casita. And it's just kind of moving around and everything. You know, it's all kind of time so that while she's singing, it all works. Drones. I think it would be cool. It'd be a really cool addition. Uh Speaking of animated characters, uh, I hope you all had an opportunity to watch... Turning Red this weekend. It was a film that we were anticipating, quite frankly, because when we were watching the trailers, my boys were getting such a huge kick out of Mei Lin changing into this giant red panda. Fridays are usually family movie night. We order some pizza or something. We sit around and watch TV and stuff. So that was the, the film that we saw. And I have to tell you, I loved it. it uh-huh. It's really interesting because... You know, Pixar films tend to have these lessons that they teach you. Regardless what the film is, there's always a lesson about growing up, about appreciating the moment, about appreciating who you're with, all sorts of stuff, right? But the last several films have felt like, or the last couple at least, felt like they were more directed at adults. And it felt like they were directed at adults in a way where they were trying to teach adults that, what you learned is not always true. It's not always right. You should always kind of be in the moment, you know? That's really the feeling I got from Soul especially. And this particular film, uh, I don't know how all of you felt, but Inside Out, Inside Out when it came out, talked a lot about Riley's emotions. And, you know, it was talking about how there was all these things going on And I feel like Inside Out plays really closely to Turning Red. I think they're very similar in how it shows how a teenager is kind of becoming an adult, right? In this case, both uh, Riley and Maylin were turning into women. However, this one takes it a step further because this film not only talks about all of those changes and it kind of goes like into this weird Encanto territory, right? Where we explore the toxic relationships that you can have with the elders of your family. This kind of had the same tone at times as she's, Becoming a woman, the different emotions that go along with it. I think they do a really good job of balancing uh, the friendships, how your friends stick by you, how you kind of become defiant almost when you get into your teenage years. You know, you want to be your own person. You want to stop being, you know, the child that you were once seen as. You know, there was these comments on Twitter that were criticizing the film For I forgot the author's name, and I'm I'm actually kind of glad that I forgot it. But there was one specific author that was just all over the film, saying, "You know, I didn't see myself in this film, and you know, I can't appreciate it." And I mean, I had some colorful words that came out of my mouth when I read that, that I'm not going to repeat on the podcast. But basically, it came down to this: movie is not about you, regardless of whether or not you see yourself. You should. Because everybody goes through these changes. I mean, they don't go through them specifically the way that girls turn into women. But everybody has these emotions, especially when they're in their teenage years. You know, you all go through these hormonal changes and stuff. And it makes you go crazy sometimes. You feel weird. You act weird. You sound weird. Like, it's part of life. Right? And the fact that Pixar took it to that next level and said, you know what? We're going to talk about becoming an adult and those awkward teenage years. I applaud them for doing this because, I mean, there's not a lot of kids that get an opportunity to really talk to people about the things that they go through and how they feel and how they can feel like they're alone in times like this. And so for someone like Pixar to kind of bring it to light and for them to do it in such a way where they show that it's okay to talk to other people and that it's okay to go through some of these things, but you have to learn to deal with them. Man, that is a win.
0: Yeah, totally is. And I, I love what Pixar is doing. And I think people may have forgotten how the um, Spark Shorts started. And they had super strong messages. Um, I'm going to have to bring up Kitbull. Kipple mm-hmm. was the hardest one because it's just a, it's just that raw message and it's it's explained and we kind of got a glimpse of all of that. I am excited to watch this movie. I haven't seen it, but I'm excited because um I will say not every not every I, I did not see myself as a princess in the princess <laughs> films. So yeah, no. Uh, this is beautiful what's happening. I, there was no film. There was no cartoons, nothing to show. I wish there was something like this. I should have just said that. I wish there was something like this to be like, this is exactly what a girl goes through. Every single thing you've mentioned. Yeah, we do. So what? It's part of life. And I wish I could have seen it on TV or something be like, that's it. You know, that's amazing we're we're getting to see all these things come up all these messages and it's going to the fifth key it's inclusion we're seeing that i've heard really good things about it i mean from friends who just they they were just like wow i i saw myself they thought it was hilarious just the little cute moments the little quirks things like that little stuff so i'm I'm really excited. I got to see it this week, one way or another. I got to sit down and be like, I need to watch this and just put an alarm or something. But I'm really looking forward to this film. And I want to see what they've said. And it's just cool stuff to see. Not everything is just puppies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And rainbows. There's There's things. There's life. There's life lessons.
1: Yeah. I mean, there wasn't puppies and rainbows, but there were these moments in the film that make you think like they were like there, there is that, like that googly eyed, like, ah, like moment <laughs> that people go through certain mm-hmm. times in their life that will remind you of that. Right. So I, I don't know the rep, I, the biggest thing about this was that the story was centered around a Chinese Canadian family. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I get it. Like there was this thing on Twitter that made me laugh because I, I should have saved the tweet or something, but it was something like, I, I couldn't enjoy this because I didn't see myself in this film. And then people started throwing out every other Pixar film. They're like, well, I couldn't uh, associate with being a fish. So Finding Nemo is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't associate with being a monster. So if Monsters, Inc. was blah, blah, blah. And so they went down like every single film. And I was <laughs> laughing reading that because it's true. It right? is. Like just because you don't see you specifically doesn't mean that you can't see a bit of yourself in what they're going through. Because this is something that naturally happens to everybody, right? And it happens differently to other people, you know, but we all go through it. And so the fact that Pixar was brave enough to put this out.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is awesome.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it just—I mean—it just reminded me of being in school, like being in middle school. Like it's—it's it's that they got middle school like figured out, like the feeling of like oh, I remember when you know something similar to that would happen, or you know these kids are doing this thing, or your group of friends or whatever. Like it doesn't have to be your spe- this specific thing. It's just like the feeling you get from a group of friends or like a or like the. Those other kids in class or whatever and you know having to deal with your parents or whatever when you're in you know middle school yeah and and in that just growing up period so that was um that's that was my big takeaway it's like that's what like hit home and connected with me was just like the feeling of that that school environment and growing up and stuff like that but i did see that you know what makes this film different than any other Pixar film is this is the first one with a all female led uh, creative team yeah, leadership that team too. and there's a yeah there's a doc there's like a, a making of or something on Disney Plus as well about the team that did this I haven't watched it yet but. Um, you know, you would think this this could have uh, happened a long time ago, but we're just getting to it now. But, you know, at least it's happening and you, you can really see the care and everything that was put into this film to um, it's just a good film.
1: <laughs> it's just so close to real life. And I think that's part of what bugs people. Yeah, that uh, although a lot of the other Pixar films deal with real lifestyle events, this one deals with life events in a way that we've never really seen in a Pixar or Disney animated film before. You know, it breaks a lot of the cycles of, like you said, about the princess trope and everything being unicorns and rainbows and puppies and stuff all the time, right? And it's not Mm -hmm. the case. Like, we live in the real world and we deal with real life issues. And like you said, Mel, the spark shorts, I think, were the first step into being able to portray real life in animation like that especially when it comes to pixar and for disney to put something out like this and that is one of the biggest reasons why the representation in this film matters so much and it kind honestly it kind of sucks in general that they put this on disney plus and that it didn't get a full release but yeah. I hope that eventually it does because more people need to see this. It deserves yep. a release at a movie theater. It's a really good film. It's a really good story. It's really entertaining. Andrew, you nailed it when you said that it it just reminds you of junior high. You know, the situations yeah. that they're in just remind you about those. The interactions with the adults remind you of interactions you may have had with adults at that age it feels real and that's the thing you know it i know that you go to movies to escape and that you want you know some like cool adventure to be on and stuff like that but not every film is like that you know you you want to be yeah i mean look at yeah. Yeah, not every film that you got, you got
2: like Citizen Kane and, and like, uh, stuff like that. It's not every movie is just a, a fun time. Yeah. But this movie was a fun time that also hit on serious things that, you know, people, kids should be learning about. People, adults probably need to know some of this stuff too. Yeah. Like, be, be your own person and et cetera. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely another great hit. Um, in the list of Pixar movies you know again everyone always hits the feels in a different way from that separation that you feel you know from Toy Story from the very beginning to their latest films like I said like Inside Out dealing with all those emotions and you know what goes through your head to Soul and dealing with the right now and enjoying what you have to this dealing with real life things yeah, I, I don't know what more to say other than this was great. If you haven't seen it, give it a watch. I hope it gets a theatrical release. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we wrap up today's episode?
2: I think I think we've covered a lot. I think this is a, a good episode, good run time for an episode over an hour. I like long podcasts. That's just me personally. So I like it when we go long. It's
1: fun. Yeah, me too.
2: It just means we get to hang out long. It's
1: true. It's very true. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. We'd love to hear your thoughts on anything that we talked about in this episode. You can either join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook. You can hit us up on Twitter. Uh, but we'd love for you to join us over on Discord. If you haven't joined yet, it's super easy to join. Uh, check out our Instagram account. There is a pinned story with a link to our Discord. Click on it, and you'll be just a couple of clicks or taps away from joining our discord server we'd love to have you there join the community and uh yeah share your thoughts on how you feel about this share your thoughts on uh turning red if you've had an opportunity to see it uh i i want it to be as spoiler free as possible because i know mel and larry haven't seen it yet and i have been notorious this last month and a half ish for spoiling stuff because i get so damn excited about it so yeah Try to be as spoiler-free as possible, and then, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll catch up. But, yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Uh, March Mayhem, obviously, still going on for the next couple of weeks. By the time this episode releases, we'll be about halfway done with week two. Uh, hopefully, you are voting daily in our Instagram stories. We're super excited. Popcorn all the way, baby. Popcorn. Guys are all sticking. I don't know. It's no.
2: It's churro. Come on. It's chur. Come on, man. It's churro. But do it. But people listen to me.
1: (laughs) But Ronto rap, right, Larry? Yeah. But Ronto. No, you never know that's the sleeper dude i swear it i'm not gonna even <laughs> say it i'm not gonna put it out in the world that's it we're in the episode versus right there Ronto Rap. <laughs> so we're wrapping it up that's it until next time keep dreaming keep moving forward and always remember to pass on the magic have a fantastic week everyone
0: bye see ya don't go chasing
3: waterfalls <laughs> come on come on <laughs>
0: Part of the Podcateers Network.